Hey, I'm Sarafina Genti from SGP Radio, and you're listening to a podcast about nothing on SGP Radio. Keep listening to them and much more on SGP Radio. Download the Brandon Gerald Production app for free for Android and iOS and enjoy a decade's worth of content. Also, don't forget to check out the Diamond Cash and Census podcast, the exclusive Dollhouse podcast featuring Jenea and the SGP Radio podcast with the host Gerald Roberts and so much more. Yo, y'all know the vibes. Classic Music Mondays. Um, Happy Labor Day. Well, I'm recording this before Labor Day, but I'm going to release the episode on Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. I'd like to apologize also, man. I was supposed to drop an episode Saturday. Um, I can't remember what happened, but I couldn't get to it. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to do the Classic Music Mondays this Monday. And um, per y'all wishes, per y'all wishes, man, it, it wasn't Fearless by um, Jasmine Selvin, and she just released a track, too. It wasn't Beyonce by Beyonce. It's not Watch the Throne by Kanye and Jay. It's Nellyville by Nelly. Um, so we're going to get into the album review. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into the album review. Shout out to Late Chosa's Hot Sauce. Make sure you're all go follow Late Chosa's Hot Sauce. Uh, all one word on Instagram. Shop on Late Chosa's Hot Sauce uh, website to get the tastiest hot sauce out there. Nashville based. Uh, you can find the website www.lechosashotsauce.com. Shout out to Accustomed to Travel for all your traveling needs and desires. Uh, the Bucks and the Heat are playing right now, so we'll see what happens. Um, it's like a three, three and a half minutes left. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, make sure you go follow Accustom to Travel, all one word, on Instagram. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast at Podcast About Nothing, all one word. Um, so we're going to get into Nellyville. We're going to get into this. This is what y'all wanted. I'm going to try to come up with uh, two other albums for y'all to decide. I'm, I'm going to post a polling tomorrow or Monday, whatever, when the episode releases. I'm going to post that as well so that y'all can you know, say, make the decision, man. Make your choice. I'm leaving it up. I'm leaving it in the fans' hands. And I like this. You know what I'm saying? It's a nice way to have interaction with you all. See what your music taste is. I don't know what two albums I'm gonna choose, but I'm only gonna choose two albums this time for the month of October. What I'm gonna do, so I might. Um, uh, you know what? I think I got an idea. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna run with that. We're gonna do that. See what y'all choose. See what y'all pick, and uh, we're gonna leave it at that. But this episode, Classic Music Mondays, man. We're gonna get into Nellyville by Nelly and. Uh, yeah. Nellyville. The album. Uh the album came out what year is this? Two thousand and two. I was eleven years old when this album dropped. Um so the album Nellyville by Nelly, this is his second um second studio album, solo studio album. And um The opening track, you know, the opening track, um, 
is Nellyville. The name of the album, Nellyville, is the name of the album is called Nellyville. The opening track is Nellyville. Um, yeah, Nelly got off on this song. I'm not even gonna lie, and Nelly isn't considered a like a rapping rapper. You know what I mean? Like he he's he he makes rap music or hip hop music, however you wanna. But you know he he's from St. Louis. The 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 song Nellyville was basically about um, this utopia for people in the hood, basically. Um, people in the hood, a utopia for, for black people. And he's like the mayor or the president of Nellyville, where he was saying like, there's, there's one part of the song where, um, like he's breaking down the laws. Like he, he talked about murder in Nellyville, basically like, you know, um, if you take a life, you're going to lose yours too. There's no trial. It's automatic. Um, hey man, what's, what's another part he said? He said, um, because the dice going to do what the dice going to do. And if you take a life, you're going to lose yours too. There's no trial. It's automatic. And if you don't want it done to you, no, he said, um, if you don't want it done to you, then don't do the capping. Basically, you know what I'm saying? It's all it's all right there. If you if you kill somebody, there's gonna be no trial. You're gonna get dropped right there. And that's just it. Um Um He was also saying like man, I gotta bring up the lyrics of that song, dog. He he actually got off on that song. Um, let me see here. Cause the dice gonna do with the, um, ah, all right. Um, here it is right here. You do unto others. If you don't want it, don't do the capping. You think that's cool? 40 acres and a mule. Nellyville, 40 acres and a pool. Six bedrooms, full bath with a jacuzzi. No, six bedrooms, four bath with a jacuzzi. Six car garage, pavement smooth. Both front and back deck. Enough room to land a jet. And you ain't reached the city. That's just the projects. Nelly got off on that song, man. Um, ain't no lotteries, no pick threes or pick twos. Keep the money in your family and gamble gamble amongst your crew. He got off on this song. Um, he got off on this song. I really like this song. I, I, I like when I I was like, all right, cool. So I got listen to Nellyville. I'm listening to it. And the opening song is Nellyville. So while I'm listening to it, I was like, yo, I forgot about this song. Nelly got off on this. He should have. Maybe he shouldn't have played it. Because I forgot about the song, to be perfectly honest. But um, I like the song Nellyville. If I really have to think about it, Nellyville might have been my third favorite song on this album. 
Um, but uh, yeah, man, like Nellyville loved it. Getting it started was a sketch with um, Cedric the Entertainer. Um, and then the third track on the album is Hiding Her, which, come on. <laughs> like, Hiding Her, I'll probably say, is like my fifth favorite song on here. Um, only because it got played out, you know what I'm saying, ever since I was 11. You know what I mean? But um, we all know about Hiding Her. You can still, you just the opening, just the opening part of it, you know. You know what's happening. I'm telling you, when we, as we get older, it is our responsibility to play songs like In the Club and Hiding Her at our kids' graduation parties, at our little kids' graduation cookouts. It is our responsibility to play Miguel, to play Hiding Her. It's our responsibility, man. We're the party at. We got to play that stuff. We got to play that stuff. Um, oh, dude, wearing J. Cole shoes. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, man. So, hiding her. We all know why hiding her. Uh, them boys. <clears throat> uh, them boys featuring the St. Lunatics. Great song. Great track. All that. Um, I really like this album, though. Which is crazy. Like, I really like the album, but. When I give my grade for it, it's not going to be based off of my bias for it, though. Like, I got to be I got to be 100 percent with y'all. Um, but them boys featuring the St. Lunatics. Um, yeah, that that song was fire. Um, O'Nelly featuring Murphy Lee from the St. Lunatics. Eh, it was OK. Murphy Lee got all the Murphy Lee did not get enough respect when he was. As a rapper, like just just as a rapper, he didn't get enough respect. I don't feel like um, he he was um, he didn't get enough respect. I mean, because everybody know Nelly, but Murphy Lee could Murphy Lee could go though. That's the thing. Like he could Murphy Lee could go. He really could. Like he really, really could. Like Murphy Lee could go, um, and he displayed that on here. He displayed it on Dem Boys too, though. Uh, the number six track, and I'm I'm looking at the track list on iTunes, and Pimp Juice doesn't have a star by it, which is crazy. But Pimp Juice was a six track. Uh, we all know what's up with Pimp Juice. We all know what's up. Um, shout out to the Green Bay Packers on there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, seeing you backpacking like. Like the Green Bay Packers, I think that was the line. Um, Air Force Ones was number seven, which I, I feel like should have have a star by it too. Again, St. Lunatics, Nelly featuring St. Lunatics on Air Force Ones. Everybody started wearing Air Force Ones after that song came out. I mean, that was 2002, so that was the height of Air Force Ones. Because like Air Force Ones back then, though, was like 150. Like they were expensive back then. It's only like a hundred dollars now or ninety dollars now though, but they were expensive back then because of Nelly. Um, who did Nelly get into it with over ASAP Rocky? That's what it was. Anyway, um on the oh wait, another skit featuring such an entertainer. Another um 
Wow. Wow. Foul? Was that a foul? Dang. That's a charge. I think that's it, y'all. Bus got swept. Bus got swept. Giannis. Oh, no. It was a. Oh. You got to make this. You got to make it. You got to make it. Who is this dude? Who is this white kid? Anyway. Um, he, uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, in the store skit featuring such an entertainer. It was funny. Um, and then we got On the Grind featuring King Jacob. Didn't care for it, honestly. Um, the number 10 track, Dilemma featuring Kelly Rowland. Uh, that was a hit record. Like, Nelly had hit records, dog. Nelly had hit records. But uh, Dilemma is Dilemma, you know. Uh, Splurge, I I forgot about that song, too. When I listened to it, I was like, yes, Splurge. Nelly got off on that. Nelly got off on that. Y'all need to go listen to this album. This was a pretty good album, though. Uh, Work It featuring Justin Timberlake. I didn't really care for it. Uh, Rock the Mic. Uh, featuring Freeway and Beanie Siegel. Um, this is when Nelly was dissing uh, KRS-One on there. He got off. Nelly got off on that. The Gank, didn't care for. 5,000, didn't really care for. Number one. Now, this is my favorite song off of the album. Number one, he got off. CG2 featuring uh, Ali, Kiwan, and Murphy Lee. Eh, okay. Uh, Say Now, eh. And F It Then, which was another sketch with Cedric Entertainer. Nelly assigned to Motown? Interesting. Um, Overall, I'm going to give this album a solid three. It was was a solid three for me. Um, Out of how many tracks is it? 19 tracks. I think I, I, I will skip one, two, three, four. Um, heating bucks is in overtime, y'all, for game four. Uh, 107 to 107. Um, man, so let me go back and count real quick. One, two, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of 16 songs. I would skip six. So, what is that? It's not quite half. So, that's probably about 60, 65% of the album. Um, So, like I said, man, I'll give it a solid three. A solid three stars. Um, it, was a, it was a good album. Like, it was really good. I can understand... I can understand, um, like, Nelly had a lot of hits on there. But I think he had a lot of songs on there where, you know, you you have to be a fan of his to really, like, enjoy. Like, he's not going to perform the majority of this album. He won't, he won't perform it at a festival. Because I saw him at that Dreamville Festival. And he performed, what, Hiding Her? From this from this album, he performed "Hot and Her," 
Air Force Ones and Dilemma. And then I think he performed something from Country Grammar. That was about it. Um But yeah, I mean it was a it was a good listen. It was a it was a really good listen. I enjoyed listening to it. Like it was a good album. Like I said, like it was I'll give it I'll give it three stars. That's that's really about it. I mean, it's not like it was like a super like crazy classic album. I'll give it a solid three stars. Um I would if you never listen to the album though, I would advise listen to it. It's just for me, I would skip about six of the songs. And the thing is, like he had how many skits did he have? Uh one, two. Oh, three. So yeah, one in the end. So really oh no, there's nineteen songs. And I will skip six of nineteen. That's that's a pretty good average, actually. That's a that's a that's a good average. Now that I think about it. Um three three of the songs are skits. So you're looking at you you're you are looking at sixteen song album. Um but yeah, that's that's a pretty good average though. Including three skits that I would listen to because Cedric the Entertainer was on all of them, but um, yeah, no, nah, man. So, um, I, I think, I think with the Nellyville album, I want to say that it was classic, but it was, a, it was a good album. It was a good album. I don't know. What's average? 2.5? If you're doing it out of five, right? Like if you're scoring one out of five, 2.5 would be average. Yeah. I, I, I give it a three. I give it a solid three. This is a lot better, a lot better than Birds in the Trap Scene's Brian McKnight. I, I will say that with my whole chest. But um, nevertheless, though, Nellyville, I'll give it a, a solid three stars. It was a, it was a it was a good album. Uh, was Country Grammar better? See, I don't know. I think I would have to go back and listen to Country Grammar again to make that decision, but. I enjoy listening to Country Grammar, uh, not Country Grammar, well, Country Grammar, but I enjoy listening to Nellyville. It took me back to my childhood. You know, I was 11 when the album came out. So it took me back to a childhood. I remember where I was listening to that album. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good album. Though. I liked it. Um, I enjoyed listening to it. Um, it's good music. It was a good album. Very well put together. Had some hits on there, uh, and the hits aged well too. That 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 makes it that makes the album even better because the hits aged well. Um, but yeah, man, if you never heard the album Nellyville by Nelly, I suggest to go listen to it. It, it was it, it was a good album. It was a really good album. Now I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us. Hot sauce. You can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. 
Follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's Hot Sauce. Again, it's www.lechosashotsauce.com. Pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you. All right, so this segment is for the young boys out there, man. The young dudes. This is this is a segment for you. I'm disappointed in y'all, man. I really am. I didn't know if I wanted to make like an entire episode dedicated to this. And maybe I will. You know, maybe I will. Maybe I will make an entire episode dedicated to this. I don't know. But this is this is for y'all, man. This is for y'all. We y'all gotta come on, man. I'm watching the JBP right, the J, the uh, Joe Budden podcast on Friday, and at the end of the episode, like towards the towards the end of the episode, the last 15 minutes of the episode, they started talking about Meg, and the episode prior to that one, Maul was really like. And Maul is 38 years old or so. And he was really going in on Tory Lanez like, man, he a sucker, da-da-da-da, right? So on the episode on Friday, he, I don't want to say he walked back or recanted what he said, but he was saying that one of his young boys pulled him aside like, man, you, you sounded real emotional. You sounded like... um it was something personal, like it was like a personal attack against Tory Lanez. You got beef with Tory and all this other stuff. But Maul proceeds to go on and basically basically says, yeah, you know, it sounded like I had an issue with Tory, and I don't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know him. I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, he needs to do better. I feel like we need to do better as black men, but we need to hear Tory's side. So what I did not understand, that's off. What I didn't understand was Maul making perfect logical sense, showing the right amount of emotion, the right amount of... See, Maul is a clown, right? Maul comes from this place where you know you as a man you can't show a lot of emotion you can't get too riled up about things you can laugh but you know what i'm saying you 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 can't get that mad over another man's situation you can't be that emotionally invested in another man's situation if that man did something wrong you need to check him in ways that he hasn't been checked before. And that's what's important here. That's off. Oh, good shot. Um, and that's what's important here. And I feel like Maul took it upon himself to allow this young dude, whoever he may be talking about, he allowed this young dude to G-check him. When you are the OG. 
You didn't do anything wrong, Ma. That's the thing. That that's and that's the thing about it. You didn't do anything wrong. You allowed this young dude. Dang, that's game. That's game. You allowed this young dude to G check you. What are you doing, Ma? You're the OG in this situation. And see, this goes back to uh, a couple episodes ago when I asked the question. I panned the question, who's your OG? It's difficult for a grown man to be a young dude's OG when he didn't have a grown man in his life. Maul said that uh, he looked up to his older brother, Biggs, and his older brother, Biggs, is one of the co-creators and co-founders of Rockefeller Records with Jay-Z and Dame Dash. And so Maul allowed, looked up to his older brother because their dad wasn't in their house. And um, the fact that Maul didn't uh, have a father figure in his life, he lived up to his older brother, who also didn't have a father in his life. So who showed Maul's older brother how to be a man? Meanwhile, he has Maul looking up to him to be a man. You, you see what I'm saying? You see the pattern there? Um, But nevertheless, man. Maul allowed this young boy to G-check him. Which was crazy to me. How how are you allowing him to to G-check you? When you are his OG, you're supposed to tell him, nah, fam, what I said was right. How I went about it was right. If anybody has offense to it, they should. Because if you're offended by what I said, if you're offended by how I said it, then that means you need to check yourself out. You need to check yourself. A black woman was shot once in each foot by a black man over God knows what. We don't know why. But he shot her. He aimed his gun out of the window and opened fire on her while she was trying to walk away, while she was trying to leave. As black men, we should be upset. Dog, what is you doing? On that episode where he was snapping on Daystar, right? Maul was saying, I have a mother. I have a sister. Maul has a twin sister. And then he has his older brother, Biggs. Maul was like, man, I have a niece. Who's about Meg's age? I have a mother. I have a twin sister. What do like? He should have been upset that whatever Meg said to Daystar, he got upset enough to open fire on her. Ma showed the right amount of, of of sense. I agreed with everything that he was saying. And he was showing the right amount of emotion. But again, these fatherless black men are growing up not knowing how to show emotion and being okay with being emotional. 
The issue is allowing your emotion to cloud your judgment. That's the issue. That is the issue here. You are allowing your emotion to cloud your judgment. That that's a problem. But when you grow up, when you grow up not having a father in your household that tells you, yo, it's okay to show emotion, just don't allow it to get in the way and hinder you. This is how you maintain control of your emotions. As a black man. That this is how you maintain your emotion. This is how you contain your emotions. But no, Ma didn't grow up with a father in his household. He didn't grow up with one. He didn't grow up with an OG. He's he's been OG, like he he he's being schooled by OGs that most likely grew up with our fathers in their household as well. So you allow this young boy to pull you aside and tell you where you went wrong? When you did nothing wrong, it's about having wisdom too. You should know yourself that you did nothing wrong, that you said nothing wrong. But you allow this young boy to pull you aside. See, that just furthers the notion that I see Maul as a clown. Maul is a clown to me. Ain't no way some... Some young 20-something is going to G-check me. When you're still learning the rule book yourself, young blood, what is you talking about? You don't have a moral compass. Because if you did, you wouldn't be coming to me for advice. You need me for advice. You're reacting in a way that someone who trolls around on Twitter and Instagram would react. Ain't no way I'm letting some young 20-something G-check me. Ain't no way, dog. I'll be 30 in February. You not G-checking me, my... You not, you not G-checking me, G. You not. Like, it starts to show as you get older... Who had father figures and who didn't? Because you're still immature. You're still running around like you're in your early 20s. I know y'all may not know who Maul is. If you watch the Joe Bunn podcast, then you know who Maul is. Maul dresses like he's in his early 20s still. He still has ideologies about women that you would have in your early 20s. Now, a lot of times he says, man, you know, we, him and Joe Budden, they be saying, yo, we say a lot of things just for content, just for comedy style and all this other stuff. But um, nevertheless, man, still. Nevertheless, man, still. Ain't no way dude going to G-check me, man. Ain't no way. 
Ain't no way, G. And you're about to be 40. And you're allowing somebody half your way. And then Joe Budden will say, like, you know, that just goes to show that no matter how old you are, you can still learn. There was nothing to learn here. If anything, Marsha took that as a as a as a chance to to um teach the young dude something. Nah, man, when you run into when you're defending someone else, that is a time to show. That is a time to show raw emotion. It's okay to show raw emotion. Maul wasn't doing nor saying anything that clouded judgment. The only thing he should have said was, I don't have anything personal against Daystar. But but at the same time, if you want to have something personal against Daystar, that's fine. No, Daystar didn't do anything to me personally. But he did do something that I took personal. It's kind of like with Robert, him touching on little girls, doing these things with little girls, virtually kidnapping these little girls from their families and then touching on these little girls, telling these little girls' parents that I'm going to turn her into a star. Well, he ain't do nothing personal to me, but he can. He can. Because you have a niece, right? You have a little sister, right? You have a little cousin, right? You have a daughter, right? Like people see that as being a simp because you're defending a woman against a man. I'm here to tell you, dog. And if I got thrown on my G... I don't even know if I have my OG card or not. I don't know. I didn't apply. I, I, I didn't apply. I don't know if I'm an OG yet. I'm not even 30, so maybe I'm not. But you can consider me big bro because that's a step before OG, right? It's big bro. It goes young blood, big bro, unk. I, you know, a lot of people can call you unk. And then OG after that. But straight up and down, though, man, I'm going to just let y'all know to the young bloods out there and even to some of y'all who may be considered OGs or big bros to someone else. I'm letting you know now it's OK to show raw emotion. It's OK to defend women. It's OK. We got to be we have to stop. Worrying about how other men perceive us. Because that sounds a little funny to me. But that, hey, that's just me, though. But if you worry about how another man sees you, you you got some answering to do. Because I got a couple questions. But, hey, man, hey, if that's what you went to, you know what I'm saying, I ain't going to hold you to it. It's just to me, that sounds a little funny. But that's just me. And that's where I come from. But that's just, hey, who am I, right? We're going we gonna to touch on this again on the next episode. Next episode is going to be coming Wednesday, I, for sure, man. I promise y'all. But we're going to touch on this again. But um, this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. Until next time, mind your business, count your blessings, 
all that jazz. We gonna, I'm, I'm going to discover a new sign-off, okay? I'm going to find a new sign-off. This is episode 18. I only got two episodes left until the end of the season. And then, you know, I'll take a week off and then come right back. But uh, I'm going to discover another sign-off for season five, I promise you all. But uh, this has been another episode of podcast about nothing, man. Until next time, peace.